Hello, sword people. Welcome to the Sword Guy podcast. This is your host, Dr. Guy Windsor, consulting swordsman, teacher, and writer. Join me for interviews with historical fencing instructors and experts from a wide range of related disciplines as we discuss swords, history, training, and bringing the joy of historical martial arts into our modern lives. Today's show is about range of motion, and it's one of my series on challenges for the month. So instead of doing New Year's resolutions, I decided to do monthly challenges instead, much more useful and much easier to maintain over the course of a year. You might want to check back and have a look at previous challenges because they do go in a logical sequence or series. It's, it's almost as if I actually thought about this some time ago before coming up with these monthly challenges. So without further ado, here is your challenge. This month, I would like you to engage with your ranges of motion. Much of this post is adapted from my new book, The Windsor Method, The Principles of Solo Training, which you can find at guywindsor.net forward slash solo. So for every action you wish to do, you need to the necessary range of motion and sufficient strength exerted within the allotted time. You must also be able to root the forces created by any impact safely through your skeleton and into the ground. And you must be able to keep acting until the need for it has passed. The principles of physical conditioning are therefore range of motion, strength, power generation, grounding and stamina. Last month we developed our strength. This month let's dive into range of motion. The range of motion you have is determined by the structure of your skeleton, which you can't change, so let's move on, the length of your muscles, which is easily changed, and the flexibility of your soft tissues. Let's take a really simple example and work from there. Stand up on straight legs, reach up towards the ceiling with your hands, and, keeping your feet flat on the floor and your knees locked, bend over and see if you can touch your toes. For some people, reaching the knees is hard, Others find it trivial to put their palms flat on the floor. Note how far you reach. Now do a few squats, jump about a bit, swing your arms back and forth, and then repeat the toe-touching exercise. Chances are you can now reach further. This is only because your muscles are willing to permit more movement. You haven't made any real changes. When a muscle is stretched, it hits a point at which it contracts to prevent the stretch, to protect itself from tearing. This is called the stretch reflex. Increasing range of motion usually begins by resetting the stretch reflex. There are three common ways to do this. One, dynamic stretching. You can move gently in and out of the stretch position, encouraging your body to allow further movement. This is the only kind of stretching that it is safe to do before strength or power training. Two, passive stretching. You can hold the stretch for 30 plus seconds. This lulls the muscle into a sense of security and it will usually allow a longer stretch. You can then hold this for another 30 plus seconds and get a bit further. And thirdly, plyometric stretching. You can hold the stretch and then deliberately contract the muscle against the stretch without allowing the muscle to actually shorten. Hold the contraction for about 10 seconds and then relax. You will then be able to reach a bit further before the stretch reflex kicks in again. In any given session of passive or plyometric stretching, reset the reflex a maximum of three times. After this, the muscle will be weaker and more prone to injury for a bit, so do it after any strength or power training. 
Dynamic range of motion training is done by repeating an exercise at slightly greater ranges over and over. For example, to increase the length of your lunge, do a series of lunges with an immediate recovery, making each lunge a bit longer than the one before it until it becomes uncomfortable. Once you are at the edge of your comfort zone, hold the position for 10 to 30 seconds to establish your balance and allow the supporting structures to develop. It is simply dangerous to develop unsupported ranges of motion. If you don't have the strength to hold the position, you probably shouldn't go into it. Then repeat the dynamic motions, but keep an inch or so in the pocket. Don't go to the maximum range because the static stretch will have temporarily reduced your strength. Extended positions where your muscles are stretched to their maximum safe limit are inherently less stable than movements that are well inside your range. So you may want to use supports such as a chair, table, climbing frame, etc. That's fine, but if you need external support to get into the position, it's not nearly ready to be used in any kind of dynamic situation. Go gently. I do my range of motion work in the evening before bed, often while watching TV. I go through all the motions that I want to retain and spend extra time on any area that is stiffer than usual or where I am trying to develop more range for some reason. You can follow along with a pre-recorded flexibility-based training session at guywindsor.net forward slash hamstrings. Or if you'd like to join me for um, training sessions where we always include flexibility training, like literally always, and we tend to have these warm down stretches at the end, go to guywindsor.net forward slash train along. And of course, you can find the book The Windsor Method at guywindsor.net forward slash solo. Tune in on Friday when I'll be talking to Rachel Bowen-Williams and Ruth Cooper-Brown of the fight directing troupe RC Annie. It's the first time I've interviewed two people at once. And let me just say, it is double the fun. So you don't want to miss that. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And as always, if you have a minute, please do rate it or leave a review. Thanks for listening. And I will see you then.